0: FM to get started. Where is the firstborn? If I ask it emphatically, you're definitely going to answer. We're talking season five, episode three three killjoys and a lady. And there's a little bit of a sad moment in this episode that we're probably going to have to focus on a lot of because one of our favorite characters is dead? Deleted? I don't know how to say it. I don't know what to say. Goodbye, ship. Goodbye, thief. We're going to talk about it. Stay tuned. You're tuned in
1: to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz! Begin.
0: Welcome to the Killjoys After Show. Here on AfterBuzz TV, we are talking Season Five, Episode Three: Three Killjoys and the Lady. Three Killjoys, down one ship. But I'm not doing it alone. I have my phenomenal co-host. She has watched every single sci-fi show since the dawn of man. She's probably watched 21st uh, Space Odyssey like 85 times. Her name is Cherry.
2: I'm a little young for that. I've only seen 10 shows I'm a Baby.
0: Oh, okay. But. You've seen the ones that matter, and she's seen five seasons of Killjoys, and we're talking about I'm your host, Stephen Lemieux. We have lots to get in today. We're going to be talking about, uh, do some more character breakdowns today, because this episode was a bottle episode. We all know what happened, but kind of the things that changed were the dynamic, dynamics between the characters. We're going to talk about them suspecting one another. Then we're going to go into some Dutch and Davin, Johnny and Dutch. How the lady got to Johnny and what's kind of affecting him. Johnny and Lucy, the suspecting, the fighting, and the killing. And then we have Klein and the lady, followed by the lady's hatchlings. And all that kind of tease up. Uh, but first, before we get into our special guest, because we have some two very special guests on the line. Before we do that, what were your overall thoughts on the episode, Jerry?
2: I was flabbergasted. I wasn't sure who was the baddie. I really forgot the ship. I forgot about Lucy. Shame on me. So it was a really great twist. I loved it.
0: Yeah, you know they say every nowadays everybody want to talk like they have something to say but nothing comes out. When you move your lips just a bunch of gibberish and act like they forgot about Lucy. They forgot about Lucy. The fourth crew member. I thought this episode was phenomenal. It's really fun to do a bottle episode where you play with strategic... Uh, Plants and different like aspects of it because you're thinking, okay, did Klein have something to do with it? Did Davin have something to do with it? Did they have something to do with it from the space hickey? Was the lady actually taking over one of them? Did the lady implant some of her consciousness on them? Can the lady control people remotely or did she still plant anything? We still haven't answered what the space hickey was because there could have still been some aspect of tracking or something that she implanted on them or was it just special effects makeup? We'll find out.
2: I think it was something that they need some penicillin for, let's just say. I think it wasn't a space hickey. I think it was a space STD. That's all I got Oof. to
0: say. That's Oof. I got to say. Space penetration can never be hey. good. Guys, we are not alone, though. As I said, I'm here with Cherry. My name's Steven. But we have two very special guests here on the line with us. We have Derek Robertson and Vivian Lynn, writers of Season 5, Episode 3 of Killjoys. Thank you for joining us. Hey. Thanks for hey. having
1: us. Hey. Thanks for having
0: us. So this is exciting uh, to have guests this season. We were in talks with Tamsin. We'll talk to Tamsin hopefully next week. But I just couldn't get over getting the writers on because obviously, uh, Derek, you've been on the show before. It's great to have you on the show uh, for the first time. Vivian, welcome. And... I just want to, like, right off the bat say that this was a very well-done bottle episode. Are there any strategic elements you have to think about when you're, like, saying, hey, we're going to write episode in one place? How do we make it interesting still, but how do we play with the character dynamics without making it kind of seem like we're rehashing old traits? Right. Hey.
3: Yeah, I mean, like, I think one of the first things that we started with was going through a lot of what we've seen uh, on Lucy and, and what we've seen Lucy do as well, so that we, like you said, didn't rehash anything that we've seen. Um, and, then, and then there's the figuring out the geography of how, how much space we have to play with, which is always not very much on Lucy, so that's a lot.
2: I thought it was really interesting that you all interplayed with the Uh, a 3 of Johnny and Davin. I've always felt Johnny deep down loved her in this episode. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price?
1: Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
2: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line Really brought that out. What was the decision to, for you guys to sort of like hint that there's a little bit more of his feelings for her?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, like we know that there's always a love between them, like love of a sort that. Um, that the lady has definitely started to manipulate in the memory matrix. And so one lady of the life. things that we were talking about was just that um, what's, what's the deepest hurt that we can get into for Johnny? And that would be to mess with his love for Dutch. And so we're starting to see the seeds of that in this episode.
2: So we have one question from the group chat. John Baker said, did this story come easily to you too?
3: I would say yeah. yeah. I think so
2: <laughs> we were
3: really excited when um, it—I it, mean—it it came out of conversations in the room with with showrunner Adam Barkin and and the rest of the writing room and stuff. And um, we like uh, both Vivian and I and and uh, the whole room. I think loved uh, the thing, and that was kind of a jumping off point, which kind of like a how can we kind of tease that we're doing the thing and then go off in a whole different direction and stuff. So um when we when we started talking about that we both got really excited about it and uh, it was fun <laughs> <laughs> well
0: we'll be getting to more questions about Dutch and Johnny for sure throughout this discussion uh i'm just going to have to say that you know We needed a Floor is Lava episode of Killjoys before the end of the series. So, we accomplished. Mission accomplished. Bring him home. The lady can just wait. We're all good now. Uh, But let's get into our first topic today, which is going to be suspecting one another. Uh, Right now, we're dealing with... uh, or rather, in this episode, we're dealing with the characters, and they're set up in the situation where they're made to suspect one another. We deal with their suspicion of of Davin, where she sees the the alien hickey on his neck, and we tackle that with one of those, like, state the missions, like, uh, very Avenger-style, very very tropish of, like, let's talk about a mission that we've been on, and we can play to the strategy of that, (laughs) where we shove him in the airlock, uh, get the great comedic scenes, and then learn that All of them have suckers on them. So uh, was there any point in this episode, Cherry, where you thought that the lady actually took control of any of the main characters?
2: I wasn't sure about her taking control of the main characters. I personally thought it was more of her um, downloading a computer virus into their brain to make them do things. But I don't think she was in any of them. I don't think she'd go in any of them. The only one I might think she'd go into is Dutch. But I think that wouldn't be effective for her at this time.
0: Okay. I was thinking that possibly if they were going to play with this, unfortunately, I thought it was Lucy, like, right away. (laughs) As soon as all three of them had suckers, I was like, okay, so Lucy's screwing with them. I thought it was a bit too convenient last episode or two episodes ago where they're talking about, like, yeah, I just have a backup. Nothing's wrong with me. I'm totally good. (laughs) I I love how they played it because it does make sense. It's very... um, it's very Cube, like the house that's against them. It's very like Cube, where the that they're in this spaceship that, you know, if we're going to go into, because I mentioned earlier, twenty first uh, 2001's A Space Odyssey, obviously Hal having control of the ship, and now what is the answer when you have a bottle episode? What happens when the ship goes against you? And all signs are really pointing towards this was a fun way to play with that. But... I didn't see it coming with them wiping Lucy's memory banks because I thought we still had that off-site memory restorer. Yes! So it was a very big shock to me that we would delete Lucy this episode. So when we're playing with the suspicion, obviously I loved that we destroyed the sample. We really made it look like Davin was super incompetent. But then we make him look super competent when he's bypassing the main generators and putting them on a circuit board. We're like, wait, is he picking up a thing or two from Johnny?
2: He was just randomly picking things, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, he was. He was
3: just randomly playing things. In it. <laughs>
2: yeah, he's just.
3: <laughs> but he makes it look good.
0: <laughs> Sounds like Davin's love life. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> we can move on to the brain scan. The brain scan was another thing. But here's my question: uh, Lucy says that she altered the brain scan, but obviously Dutch still thinks there's something wrong with her. Do you think there is some aspect of the lady affecting Dutch in some way, shape, or form?
2: I think there is something, because she was in the green. She has been manipulated for a while, not only by her, by the lady, but by her father and just life in general. So I think something's coming around, especially since they're... Well, I don't want to talk about next week's episode. But for some of the things that she's done in this season, they're not Dutch-like to me. Like, she's done a couple of things that I was like, huh, that's not like Dutch, but I'll go with it.
0: Do you think that's because her character has faced so much traumatic... Things lately that she's just kind of the happy-go-lucky Dutch has kind of taken a back step.
2: I th- think she can't be happy and go lucky right now because she has the weight of the universe on her shoulders. And as much as I love the boys, they're not quite as they're not quite as ability-ish as she is. They have some weaknesses.
0: I mean, I think <laughs> what, what was the what was the question we got this 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 episode where it's like. How can, how can you not know how to do this? Well, it's like something like, uh, well, do you know how to put somebody's fist through their face and kill them or something? Can you kill somebody with one fist? You're like, okay, got it, got it. Uh, we can move on to uh, the suspicion of one another. I want to also talk about the fact that we're playing with this, interestingly enough, three episodes in. So what I wanted to ask you, Derek and and Vivian, is, is there going to be a point in this season where we stop dealing with identity issues? because right now from episode 1 to 3 it's been a it's like either one kind of identity issue or another kind because we we're dealing with the lady who can take control of people but now that the green's gone we now know that she doesn't really have the ability to fully take control but at what point do we stop the suspicion and know that these are our characters and we can move forward with fighting the lady you think after this episode we can kind of get on board with that
1: yes for for our our killjoys For sure, they are going to stay themselves, but they sort of have, you know, speaking to the identity issue, you know, they're not quite themselves, as you guys have figured out, Um, you know, they've been through quite a lot in the memory matrix, and so the next little while, they're trying to figure out who they are to each other and who they are to themselves, but they will be themselves. (laughs) Did that
3: make
0: sense?
1: <laughs> I was following. I was okay, following. yeah. They're but not I themselves, was... but they're themselves.
0: <laughs> Great. Because we we have been at an accelerated pace this season. We got them captured, and then they got released right in the first five minutes. <laughs> yes, I
2: thought they were going to escape when they were down on the planet. And are we going to be going to the planet anytime soon? Oops. That's a future question. It's kind so of a future I will not...
0: I'm going to rewind that. I think they they set <laughs> right. it up that Westerly's the the course of action for next episode. But we'll we'll get into uh we'll get into Dutch and Davin here and I'll start off with a question about Davin. Um do you think the lady's questioning of Davin is what set him off to make him more put Jack as a higher priority. Because she manipulates him in that way to make Jack his priority so they would suspect him even more. Because that was straight Davin, we learned. The lady wasn't controlling him. He's really, really worried about Jack right now. So do you think he'll split off on his own to go after Jack?
2: I don't know if he'll split off on his own, but he's definitely very concerned about Jack. Because he's still getting to know that he had a child, and all this is going on, and his fatherly instinct is kicking in. And so... I think he's going to try and get them to go after Jack with him, but I think if um, if Dutch won't go, I think Johnny will go with
0: him. You think we're getting Brothers Road Trip?
2: Yes, Brothers Road Trip!
0: I'm down for National Lampoon Space Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dutch and Davin, uh, we get a great line where it says, I've missed you looking at me like you know me. Which, ironically, comes right before complete suspicion of Davin. Um... <laughs> and we we have their romance kind of getting back on track just before they start saying some things that they can't take back were you surprised by how by the deep cuts that came so quickly with them all suspecting one another i think that they're all very
2: upset still about what's going on and what happened last season. And I knew they were themselves when they went straight for the juggler, which is how some people argue. And they just say the most horrible things ever. And Johnny was saying, yo, don't say all that. And they're both like, no, screw good. I'm gonna tell you what I've really been thinking for like the last five years. And I was like, wow, that's hurtful, (laughs) hurtful.
0: Obviously, we were getting we're getting these deep cuts for a reason is is a and and I'll ask you guys this is this is this a tee up for a split between between uh, Dutch and Davin? But I feel like his apology at the end was pretty sincere. So I don't know if this is to lay cracks for something later on that we're planning ahead with Johnny professing feelings of some sort.
3: I don't know if it's, uh, teeing up, uh, any sort of specific, I mean, you're going to have to wait and see that where, where it ends up lying, but it's kind of, it's kind of more carrying through where they've come out of, um, in terms of, you know, they're dealing with this, essentially this, this, you know, memory matrix hangover kind of thing. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of I don't know. There's a lot of like there's
2: a lot of tension yeah, yeah. from what happened in yeah. there. Yeah,
3: there's there's gonna be and, and that's not gonna that's not gonna dissipate too quickly. There's there's still a lot for them to work through uh mm-hmm. and to um they're they're as you saw at the end of the episode, they're they're in um probably a pretty hostile environment next episode. And uh this is a time when they really need to be working together perfectly and it's definitely not a time when they are. So Okay. It's
0: gonna, I mean, we did see... It's interesting that the first episode... Or, yeah, the first episode... End of the first episode, she uses the fact that he killed his entire squad as the thing to wake him up. And now she uses it as a thing against him. So it was kind of interesting that we're getting that over and over. And I'm wondering if we're gonna... If this is foreshadowing of something from that event coming back in in, in the form of something. Because the lady obviously has access to all the DNA records of every single person from the rack and from the... The killjoys, and just to throw out a pre- prediction here, we already finally laid the clone word down. The clone word has now been said. Um, we can, I can finally confirm my suspicions that it wasn't an alien race that she's created. It, she hasn't brought her race back. It's clones of herself that she's going to use to take over people. But, well, the second parts here say, but <laughs> now that she has suctioned Dutch and Davin and Johnny we have potential for Clone Dutch, Clone Davin, and Clone Johnny to make make an appearance.
2: That is true. But also, if someone had done something like that in the back of your head, no matter how much you care for them, you can't help but wonder if he gets fractured again. And I think the fear of his child being taken by the lady might fracture him again and make him do something that is out of character, but isn't out of character.
0: Well, it was all to prove that he's been broken. So we've seen that Davin's been broken, we've seen that Johnny's been broken, we've seen that Dutch has all been broken by the lady. So what they have to examine is what are their weaknesses and how do they repair those weaknesses before they are in a position to be broken again. And obviously now they're in the Supermax facility, so we'll have to see if the lady's still going to torment them or just leave them to their own devices to be bait. She's gonna gonna yeah, going to torment them. Probably going to torment them. They're going she's going to she, just full disclosure, guys. I haven't watched any of the next episodes. I'm totally at the same place you are. But if I would to, if I'm going to look at Derek and Vivian right now and read their facial expressions, I'm going to say that every single cell in that in that Supermax prison has Jelco in it. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I'd be willing to put my entire life savings of three dollars on that. Hey I had more, but then we had the uh, the pun jar, and it just took it just took away all my money so let's move on. let's move on to Dutch and Johnny because Dutch and Johnny have a very tumultuous relationship now, and this is the biggest conversation going on in our live chat is how could they do this? Why would they make Johnny have romantic feelings we've already dealt with this, why are we even teasing that there could be romantic feelings but I feel like it is, a, it is a smart way of handling the situation because there's tons of fans who are like you, Cherry, who are all on board with Dutch and Johnny being endgame, but there's also tons of fans that are like, why do we need to ruin a good platonic relationship? Well, you have the lady to thank for that. Do you think, <laughs> do you think the post-traumatic Dutch disorder that Johnny is experiencing from having an entire lifetime of memories of marriage in his mind, going to skew him towards fracturing Davin and Dutch's relationship? Or do you think he'll realize that those memories were only valid because of his platonicness?
2: Well, personally, watching the first season, I always thought Johnny liked Dutch like, liked her. And then she put the kibosh on it and he accepted it as being friends. So in the back of his head, he always kind of liked her, but he was like, eh, it's never going to happen. And then it finally happened and they were like, living as man and wife. And that to me is going to start issues with his brother, because his brother's gonna be like, dude, I know it wasn't really you, but you're still sleeping with my woman, this is very uncomfortable for me, and now we're all naked, so he had to, like, you know, I like got a bigger pillow, and it's all like, oh my gosh, I mean, that's gonna be, I mean, I wouldn't be cool with my sister
0: sleeping with my fella. Why is Johnny only interested in women after they've slept with Davin? <laughs> <laughs> is this like is this like a writer thing where you're like has this like, can we can we ship Johnny and this character? Well, we got to make him sleep with Davin first.
2: Have
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the trial, Jacoby. <laughs> <wait>, Jacoby,
0: <laughs> they gotta they gotta have that Jacob D. Oh, oh. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, guys.
2: So, John Baker in the chat said the lady told Johnny he was easiest to pacify, that he wanted it. That's very suggestive. So, is that true? Hmm. I think,
1: well, okay, the whole Johnny Dutch thing heated debate, like heated debate in the room, heated debate everywhere. And I think everyone, regardless of where you stand, will find it surprising. Where it ends up, so I think it's neither here nor there, or perhaps all of it, or perhaps
3: <laughs> one of it,
1: without giving away too much, or only, or only it. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
3: and that, yeah. that, that, that uh, <laughs> like the, the, like the John Dutch relationship has been really important to Michelle and Adam since the beginning and stuff. Yeah. So, so it's definitely something that whenever we touch on it in whatever way, uh, whenever we we. Dive into it. It's always something that we make sure that we, we handle, you know, in yeah. in the spirit of how she uh, Michelle originally imagined the characters and their relationship together.
0: Heard it here first, guys. Johnny hooks up with Klein, <laughs> <laughs> which means we're getting Dav- from our <laughs> We're going to get Devin <laughs> hooking up with Klein first. <laughs> They're all great.
2: He's a very attractive man.
0: But I did find it interesting that the lady gets to Johnny through through Dutch through his relationship with Dutch and how he misses it. And Johnny's always said from the beginning he just wanted to go away somewhere and just live a normal life. That's been kind of his intention from the from the get-go. And Dutch has always been his closest friend. Obviously, Lucy like was in the picture. and Now, after this episode, he's not really going to have any kind of love interest, except for a dead wife that we haven't seen in two seasons. So, I, I don't really know. Uh, I think it's interesting that we also play on a lot of the fact that the lady gets to Dutch through Johnny as well. So whether or not they romantically become involved, they are each other's weakness. So one of them will have to die to make the other one bulletproof, I think.
2: How dare you say that?
0: I don't know. I mean, if, Johnny, if the lady's going to get to Dutch through Johnny, the only thing that Johnny can do to save Dutch from that is to kill himself or sacrifice himself in some way.
2: Don't put that in the universe, Steven!
0: (laughs) Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Let's move on to Johnny and Lucy. Speaking of love interests for Johnny, what did you think of how hurt Johnny was when they accused Lucy of being being the saboteur?
2: She is his best friend, and she's been his best friend for a long time. And she has been um, a computer-generated thing where he could touch, you know, back in past seasons. So for him, he feels she's much more real than everyone else looks at her. Everyone else, I think, looks at her as a computer, and he looks at her as a sentient person who happens to live in the computer. So I totally understand how he feels betrayed, because I have some friends that I said over and over again they would never do this, and they won't do that, and then they do it, and I'm like, oh, you've hurt me to the quick. You've hurt me more than, like, a stranger. So he feels betrayed on both sides.
0: I mean, I would I would argue that Johnny didn't feel betrayed. I would argue that Johnny just feels you know... This is post killing Lucy. Let me mind you. I feel like he feels empty because it's it's really difficult what they're dealing with right now because they've already dealt with the life. They've dealt with the lady life. You guys call it the memory matrix, but I'm sticking with hashtag lady life over here. And now he we we very almost got johnny and davin talking about johnny's feelings it was very close but we have to delay that for another episode because it has to come out in a moment of aggression or a moment of anger between davin and johnny because that's just how their brotherhood is so it makes sense that we would have the explosion rock them out of that and deal with that but i don't know i feel it's really upsetting because this is he he met lucy as the thief that's why we get the last words which were goodbye thief goodbye ship i thought that was a really good way of putting it um She's always been able to come out ahead. Even when we think Lucy's going to explode in some terrifying way, they've always managed to save Lucy from exploding. So it's kind of it's kind of poetic and it makes a lot of sense for the characters for it to be Johnny deleting Lucy as opposed to her dying in some way because it wouldn't make it wouldn't be as impactful if he just if she just died in front of him and he had nothing to do with it, right?
2: Yes, but I'm still hoping that there's still some sort of Small kernel seed of Lucy, like a child Lucy, that can grow up into being a new Lucy or something. Sort of like a sapling from a tree. Sort of like Groot.
0: In that chip, obviously she can hide away information in that chip, so maybe she saved a different version of herself. I definitely think there's some version of Tamsin that comes back, or Lucy that comes back, or something.
2: I think it'll be like, right now she's at version X, and I think that she'll come back as version 5 or version 2.0. Well, she'll be smart, but without all the experience and all the memories.
0: I just, I don't know if, (laughs) I don't know if getting that would be worth it, though. Because anytime you kill someone and bring them back, it kind of downplays the effectiveness of the moment. Does that make sense?
2: It does, but she wouldn't be coming back as herself, would be coming back as like a weaker version of her so she wouldn't be as useful or as reliant and johnny would keep saying well do you remember this or do you want to do this and she'd be like well i don't know how to do that because i haven't experienced that yet
0: i mean if we did bring Tamson back as the voice of lucy and in like a new version of lucy it would definitely be it would definitely be a somber moment of like johnny trying to reference something and her being like i'm not sure what you mean johnny and yes. you like, damn, that's sad. She wouldn't have the same personality because
2: she grew into that person. I mean, her personality at the beginning of the first season
0: is quite a bit different than the way she is now. Correct. So, I don't know if there's future pans for Lucy, but we'll have to stare at Derek and Vivian's faces as we ask predictions and see if they give away anything. <laughs> um, I definitely think that killing Lucy <laughs> is foreshadowing. I think it's every every season, Johnny's had to make some tough decision or another, and I think this is just foreshadowing for the fact of this is something that's been infected that is his friend that has some semblance of them still existing, but he has to let them go and he has to kill them. And I think it's very easy to, to shift the entire situation with Lucy to Dutch or to Davin, or to Kendry and I think it'd be interesting if it was Kendry because Johnny would want to kill her but also not want to kill her at the same time. But Johnny seems to be a very tragic character for this season.
2: Johnny's always tragic and he never has time to ever really mourn because every season when something bad has happened to him it's always been like I have to put this in the back of my head because I have to deal with this or I have to deal with that. Um he's never, you know, like it just he never has a moment of being able to be happy or really at peace. And when he does seem to have some happiness, y'all snatch it away from him.
0: <laughs> well, when he does have happiness, it's not real.
2: That and I think that
0: was, that was the whole impact on the scene where the lady says, you know, you miss it. You miss the normalcy of the life that I've given you. Don't you want that back? well let's uh let's move on. Y'all are
2: like a lockbox. So you're not saying anything. <laughs> like, we're not giving anything away. Darn
0: So <laughs>
1: <laughs> If you think Marvel's NDAs are bad, you should see the libretta Barking thing.
0: <laughs> oh man. Let's uh, let's move on to Klein and the Lady. So Klein Klein is on his same old bull-ish. He's working for them, and he's working against them. And he's secretive, but he's playing his game. He's like the master chess player. And I'll go to, again, with the Lucy thing, how like dying the first time was always more impactful. When Klein died the first time, that was like, damn. That was good. And then when he died the second time, we're like, okay, Klein, you're coming back. And then he's back, and we're like, okay. (laughs)
2: You just can't keep a good bad guy down.
0: <laughs> it's like he's jumped on enough Goombas to get his one up. <laughs> I mean, if
2: Klein wasn't around, I would miss him. I mean, I love his... He's hes bad, but there's a reason for his badness. So He's not truly evil. He just is willing to take certain shortcuts or ignore morality for the end result.
0: I think it's also portrayal. I think a lot of sci-fi shows have like 70% of their cast being, not to be not to be insulting, but good actors. I mean, I, I watch a lot of sci-fi shows, and a lot of the main cast are really good, but then the side characters are kind of, like, iffy. And I think it's interesting to look at this show, because in particular, the talent level is just very high it is. all around the board. So when you have, like, main characters followed by side characters that could just last the season, but you get freaking Rod Stewart. You're like, <laughs> dang. Cause it's, it's yeah. the, the facial acting is just on another level.
3: Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it, yeah, you're right. Any, any cast like we, um, we just can't get enough of them. Like there's not enough episodes for even like, even people who are just in for, you know, one or two episodes that you see, we talk about, I Often, feel like we've yeah. talked about almost every person who's come through the show. Like, how can we get this person back? How can we get that person <laughs> back? And um, yeah, it, it's, it's really uh, like our, our casting team is amazing. We're, we've been really lucky. Yeah.
2: Do you guys tweak the character once they cast it to sort of um, play to their strengths? not not that much like a little
1: bit after read through once we get to like sort of see uh what everyone's like vibe is sometimes we'll do a few tweaks or like you know Mm -hmm. maybe write a different joke Yeah. yeah or if there's someone that has chemistry we'll try and pair them again and so yeah like every a little bit but for the most part they are they're kind of just all-stars when they come in and we're like, okay. Yeah. They just exceed like, yeah. you know, our, our imagination. Yeah. And he's like, okay.
3: They're <laughs> so, making us look good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> not to give a spoiler at all, because I don't know any spoilers, but I'm going to spoil something. It turns <laughs> out it turns out the lady is actually just Michelle Lavretta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But yes, we can confirm.
0: Just like, well, Klein, I'm not going to kill you yet because you're still interesting. <laughs> I think this was a real conversation between Rob Stewart and Michelle
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is funny that would be very' he is great. I really enjoy him. had five seasons trying to kill him um <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, like like I don't know if I don't know if anyone's told this story, probably hopefully it's okay story it's to tell <laughs>
1: but,
3: but uh, uh, like like in uh the first like the pilot turn was only supposed to be in for like oh, that one scene. Yeah. Uh, and so he's a perfect example of he just came in and just, like, blew Michelle and uh, the team away. And, and, yeah, and then we had, you know, five seasons of, of turn. Ooh.
0: Really? Were there any other characters that did that? Or was he, like, the only on this? I guess. Oh,
3: Gavin. Yeah, oh, yeah, Robin. yeah, yeah, Gavin, um, Gavin, yeah, yeah, Gavin Fox. Um,
1: Gare Bear, he was, he was in for the one episode, and then Michelle was like, I think I think you guys kind of have a little thing, and then it became a thing.
3: Right. <laughs> I want to say uh, Pippin, too, right? I feel like Pippen oh, yeah, Pippin was also uh, a one-off thing, and then yeah. after we saw him, we were like, we need more Pippin.
2: <laughs> Everyone needs more Pippin. Right.
0: <laughs> what, what was Turin's Hull and Bestie name?
2: Oh, I cannot remember.
0: But I thought he would be a lo- around for longer than he was, but no, he just... Sh- oh, sh- shit. <laughs> Weege! 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 <laughs> just got blown up like one episode. <laughs> like, I had all these predictions. I'm like, Weege is going to do this. He's going to do this. <laughs> all oh, right, yeah, come I man. liked him! <laughs> just- <laughs> it we yeah. Yeah. That so sad. Oh, that
2: was so sad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess Weed wasn't interesting enough for Michelle. <laughs>
2: no, that's not
0: <laughs> <laughs> <So we don't... laughs> Moving on with Klein, we don't know we don't know kind of what his end game is. We know that he is there for Uh, he is there for Davin, he is there for Johnny and he's there for, for Dutch he just doesn't want them to know anything because the moment Dutch knows something the lady will now know it too and Dutch still thinks there's something wrong with her I think that the lady's tentacle or whatever has a different effect on Dutch than it does on anyone else because she's made from Holland, whether or not she's completely human now and now the spores are dead, I think Dutch is made from Holland and that changed her somehow And I think the lady can have some kind of whatever effect it is. Why else do you think she would still think something's wrong with her?
2: I think because things aren't working the way they normally would. Normally, when Dutch puts her head to something, it works out and they lost and she didn't think they'd lose. And I think it's shaken her confidence beyond all belief once she woke up, Mm -hmm. like when she didn't realize she wasn't. When she was living, like, normal life, everything was fine, copacetic, and then when she realized, oh my god, we lost, oh my god, we're, like, in the Matrix, I think it really just threw her off her game, because all of her allies were gone, she was literally alone, and she was on the planet, she was just,
0: she was lost. Do you think that Dutch is being easier to get out of the memory matrix, hashtag lady life, do you think that plays a part in something physiologically?
2: I don't know. I mean, I still can't figure out for sure who gave her the box and how it got there because he was on the plant. He was on the ship with Klein. the lady. Klein was on the ship with the lady. Nobody else knew who she was, so I think we have another player who I think might be her best twin friend, enemy, enemy person. Hmm.
0: Just staring at their faces.
2: I was hoping you would automatically, like, say something and, and correct me or tell me I'm right. But y'all are just like, I'm not saying nothing. But that's why I think Anila is somewhere on the planet. <laughs> you guys are very good theories.
1: <laughs> you guys should join the writing room. <laughs>
0: here's, here's the thing that we can think about, right? And this is technically a theory, but technically truth is just because when the green was disintegrating and they got lost in that world, Just because the lady got out through that pool doesn't mean that Anila couldn't have gotten out through another pool. Yes. Because, again, they're all linked, and that's why they all died at the same time. But it doesn't mean there was just one exit. That was just the one on that ship. I think Anila got out. There's
2: no way she didn't get out. I think she's trying to help, and maybe she was hurt or something, but I think she's out and about, and I think that might be why the lady isn't able to totally get Dutch completely because Dutch isn't one person. She's like two people divided with two different agendas.
0: I think uh I think next episode we'll probably get Zeph meeting Anila and being like, What'd you do with your hair? Yeah. <laughs>
2: that'd
0: be that'd be a good one. That'd be so cool. So let's so obviously the lady and Klein are working their chess match against each other and the lady seems to always be one step ahead, but Klein seems to be designing his own designs. Um <laughs> And it's probably part of Klein's fan plan to put them in Supermax, because they're probably some kind of way that Anila can access that. Whether that's reviving or waking up Pre, because we didn't see where what happened to Pre at the end of last episode. He was still knocked out, but then he's suddenly not where the lady is. And if Pre is a huge rack agent who has sway on Supermax, maybe, or if... Uh, any of the killjoys, obviously fancy, could have some sway on the Supermax prison. Let's see who else gets woken up next episode because people need to stay woke. But (laughs) let's move on to the lady. We learn that the hatchlings, she calls them hatchlings, they're zerglings. Starcraft references. We learn that they're clones. So... Obviously, we now know that her plan officially is she's looking for Jack because Jack is a crossbreed between Holland. She calls him the firstborn. Uh, and I think her plan is now to clone Jack. She <laughs> wants to clone Jack and have her breed enter the bodies of the cloned Jacks, maybe, or just use the DNA from. The, the clones, or from Jack, to make clones that cannot deteriorate. Mm-hmm. We got that fingernail scene, too. That was mm. really fun. I half oh. expected her to eat the fingernail.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they are fragile bodies, but yes, I totally agree. I think she, I don't think she's going to clone Jack, because I don't think she wants a bunch of little boys. I think she wants to have male and female, sort of. So I think she's going to use his genetic material to create more creatures or more hosts. That's how I look at it. Like, That's Like why she Like wants cloning. It. Like cloning. Like cloning.
0: Do you think their plan is going to work in terms of find the original body of the lady?
2: I think it would be very hard to find the original body of the lady. I think it's hidden someplace. I don't think it's in the Superman's jail. I think she's either A, keeping it close to her on the ship or B, she has it at some undisclosed ship location far away. But Whatever you might want to say about the lady, I don't think she's stupid. So there's no way she'd have it someplace where she wouldn't have access to it.
0: I mean, she seems kind of stupid sometimes. She's much smarter. She doesn't have the green at her hands, so she's a little bit more laissez-faire with everything. Like, she definitely doesn't seem as intelligent as she used to be, even though she knows all the knowledge of this universe. Um, I'm curious... It would be a little bit coincidental if her main body is at the Supermax facility. I thought her main body would be the one that she's using to transfer between people, but I guess she doesn't need to because she can clone herself and use the clone to take control of it. Mm -hmm. If you had one prediction where the main body is, where do you think the main body is?
2: I think the main body is on a ship that is somewhere in an undisclosed location, or it's on the ship where she is, but I don't think it's at the Supermax.
0: All right, if you had one prediction, Derek and Vivian, where is the main...
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely
0: somewhere in the universe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely in the universe.
0: (laughs) I'm going to say that I think the main body is on Westerly.
2: Ooh. I think
0: it's right under their noses. I think she's terraforming the planet and she is doing everything out of Westerly. Because it's the last sense. place you'd expect, and it also would be the, the place where she would have the most power over everything that's going on, because as much as she doesn't want to admit it, all the people associated with the Killjoys and Jack are on Westerly, and she would want to have as much control over them as possible.
2: She does like having control.
0: She does like having control. Um, but I definitely think that uh, we, we have some predictions to get into, but first I want to go through some of the favorite quotes in the episode. Uh, I love that she says, Where is the firstborn? Not going to answer it just because you asked emphatically. <laughs> uh, Johnny, so much kicking. Last time I get captured on leg day.
2: Oh, poor Johnny.
0: Dibs on the white meat. Ew. Uh, I loved when Davin was locked in the airlock, and he's like, and they mentioned Klein. He's like, see, Klein, I told you. <laughs> I almost feel like that was improv. <laughs> Uh, obviously, the pillow scene. My pillow's wider. I
2: love the pillow scene. <laughs> very sexy. Were they really nude?
3: They, w- they, they were.
2: They, they were, were, yeah.
0: <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> it was a very awkward yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I want a
2: set visit. You're a good sport. <laughs> very good
0: sport. <laughs> and lastly, we get a Lethian nugget of advice that says, if you cannot hunt, perhaps you're a fisherman. Fisherman. Which is what we're doing here with our guests today. We're not hunting for truth. We are fishing for some nuggets of intrigue with Derek Robertson and Vivian Lynn. So, do you have any questions for our very special guests, Cherry? and the chat? Feel free to type them in the chat.
2: I'm still stuck on them being nude. Um, but did you, guys, did you guys get any fun, cool chotskis that you decided to keep?
3: From the, From the show.
2: Ooh. I should have got something. <laughs> oh, y'all don't have sticky fingers.
3: I mean, I, no. at the end of the, at the end of the show, I took a bottle of Hawk. I also told was...
1: I took a bottle of cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: That sounds obscene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> it's <was kill-jush-free.
2: laughs>
0: So one of the things I'm curious about is. You know, we we've built up this world over four seasons. That now we're in the fifth season of. When you were writing, when you guys all got together in the writers' room to figure out where the beginning and end of season five is, were you playing into a lot of the mythos that you've created in the show, or is it more dealing with the lady as we know her now? Because obviously, we went through the whole, um, and the, the the roots grew with the Scarbacks. We went through all the mythos of that, but we've kind of kind of, we've kind of dispelled all the mythos on that. But are we going to deal with any of that anymore, or is it just kind of going with what we know?
3: Yeah, yeah, there's still a bit, I feel like there's still a bit more to learn, and, and definitely uh, touching on some some of the, the stuff that we've already seen. And um, yeah, yeah, I think that there's there's still a lot for them to figure out about the lady, even though we're already three episodes in. So.
0: How'd you guys settle on tentacles with suckers for the lady's figure? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well we wrote the line space hickey, and then we demanded <laughs> that it be the case like, right yeah. that's,
3: how, that's how we use our visual text we start with a joke and then we're back
0: somebody through. in the writer's room i've seen enough hentai to know where this is going and then you guys went from there <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I
3: don't know. I, like the, the process. I mean, our, our visual effects team is amazing and our art firm is amazing yeah. and
1: Michael Gibson, uh, Michael and...
3: Gibson. Yeah. And I know that, that the, um, you know, the, the few small things that we've seen of the little lady already, like that's something that, you know, Adam Barkin, Michelle Libretta and, uh, Karen Trubetskoy way, uh, we're all discussing for a while. So, and, um, yeah, so, so, um, there's a whole process that we, I feel like we kind of, you know, got to see from the sidelines, which is really cool. Mm-hmm.
2: So, one question is, Pre and his man friend, what's going to be going on with them?
0: Oh, Coming up? That sounds like a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs>
1: would it be it? well they're there <laughs> there's some tension right, right um i i
3: i think um i think it's not spoiling it to say that but, you know we're gonna get to see a bit more of them next episode mm-hmm. and stuff and um where we left them i don't know like i even though i know where it's going i'm really excited to get back to them mm-hmm. and, and see um what happens? know yeah.
2: I know. <laughs> <laughs> One last question from the chat from Ivan Soto: um, Will we hear anything, or Johnny explore his mourning for Potter, or is his feelings for Dutch pushing that on the bottom of his heart?
3: Yeah, I don't. I, I, I think that no matter where Johnny goes, his feelings for Potter are, are something that you know are always going to. Stay with him and haunt him a bit and, and drive him a bit and I don't think that we've seen the last of talking about
0: Potter for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Well let's get into some really quick predictions and then we will uh, let you guys go. Appreciate you guys coming on of course.
2: <laughs> and now you're after Buzz TV.
0: Predictions. Um so I'm gonna just ask you questions, Cherry, and you go from those, okay? How do you think they'll get close to the lady's real body? By mistake. Can Zeph, can Zeph awaken anyone else without Dutch?
2: Zeph is asleep herself, so no.
0: I disagree. Where's Pre?
2: Pre is on the planet and taking charge and kicking ass.
0: Okay. How will Klein play his hand?
2: Close to the breast, plotting and scheming. But I don't know what side he's on.
0: What are Kendry and Jack trying to do with Dutch's DNA and, and scan?
2: I think they're trying to do something to make the lady's original body sick or to make people immune to the clone takeover.
0: Will Kendry and Jack take the bait and go to Supermax?
2: No. A mother's love would keep her child away from the Supermax.
0: Okay. Well, that's all the time we have. Cherry. Uh, go through your news and gossip really quick, because I thought it was really cool, but just give fans a, a tee-up. Uh, we have a really cool auction that's online, and I don't know if you guys are trying to... Trying to uh, <laughs> bid on any of these, Derek or Vivian, now that you didn't steal anything from set, you might have to. Uh, so Sherry, thanks. you mentioned a few f- few of them. What, what are your favorites? Um, so I recommend anyone who's a fan,
2: you have a little over a day left, to go to VIP fan auctions on eBay to bid. One item that I want is the Dutch Hannon um, box, which a little remote and everything that lit up from one of the episodes. I, of course, want Johnny's gun and his knife, because I love, love my Johnny. And then um, I'm not quite small enough, but I would love to have one of her outfits.
0: Be pretty dope.
2: But I, she's really skinny. <laughs> I wanted
0: uh, Aldous's Scarback costumes up there, too, which I thought was really cool. He so if you guys want to find them, go to eBay and look up Killjoy's set auction, and you'll be able to find it. There's a VIP auction set up for it, and all of the things are on eBay. Uh, hopefully, I mean, when they start, they're like 30 bucks, but I think they're going to quickly go up to the thousands. We'll see. Um, but that is all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you, Derek, Vivian. Thank, Thank you so much you. for coming on the show. What a I great mean, episode. Yes, was great. And uh, we'll have to just see where we go, guys. Uh, Where can we find you on Twitter, Derek and Vivian?
1: I'm at the v <laughs>
3: And I'm at
2: Robertson
0: Derek. Amazing. <laughs> <to> guys, <laughs> go follow them. Check it out. Cherry, where can we find you?
2: You can find me at Cherry underscore LA. And please remember to subscribe to us on YouTube and, of course, on our podcast so you can keep up with each episode when we come on Sundays.
0: Cool. And you guys can find me at Stephen Lemieux on Twitter. And, of course, hit that thumbs up button and comment below after this video is over for any other questions. Guys, this has been another Killjoys After Show. We'll be back next week. next like five episode four, we're excited. Let's do it! Yeah!